0: We interrupt the program now in progress to bring you a special report. Here are the highlights of audio news. From the WPGU News Desk, here's today's headlines on WPGU 1071 Champagne's Alternative. From WPGU News, I'm Josie Alameda. Today is Monday, September 27th, 2021. The Muhammad Seymour School District released a statement Thursday regarding the bullying of an LGBTQ student last week. The school district condemned the bullying and said its investigation and its results will remain private. While the statement only recognized the bullying of one student, multiple students reported facing a series of physical and verbal assaults for showing LGBTQIA support last week. During Spirit Week, one student wore a pride flag over their shoulders. That student was called a slur and referred to as, quote, it by other classmates. Another student shared on social media that they had also been called the slur and were forced to the ground while assailants sang the Pledge of Allegiance over them. Others in the LGBTQIA community said that they were sprinkled with water and had Bibles held over their heads by their peers. As a result, Muhammad Seymour High Schools told students that they could no longer wear pride flags. The statement asked the community to, quote, move ahead in kindness and to seek understanding and respect. The body of 25-year-old Illinois State University graduate student Jelani Day has been identified. Day was reported missing in late August when he didn't show up to class in Bloomington for several days. The body was discovered more than three weeks ago, but the LaSalle County coroner only recently identified the body using DNA testing. Day was a master's student studying speech pathology with aspirations of becoming a doctor. Following the discovery of influencer Gabrielle Petito's body last week, Day's family has pleaded for better treatment of minorities within the justice system. The search for Petito entailed immense amounts of resources and media coverage. Day's family argues that their son's case did not receive equal attention or resources. Authorities say that Day's death will continue to be investigated. Last Friday, Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker signed highly contested new state legislative maps into law. Every ten years, as new census data becomes available, the state government redraws legislative and judicial district boundaries to better reflect the voter population. This session, the new district lines were drawn up before all of the census data was available to meet the state's constitutional deadline of June 13th. Republicans and advocacy groups challenged these maps, which then were updated to better consider the 2021 census data to reflect the diversity of Illinois. These groups include the Anti-Corruption Group, Change Illinois, the Mexican-American Legal Defense, the Latino Policy Forum, and the Illinois African Americans for equitable redistricting. All argue the new lines steal representation from Black and Latino voters. Three groups have filed federal lawsuits against the new maps, but Democrats argue that they're consistent with state and federal law. Unless a federal judge intervenes, the legislative maps will be in effect for Illinois's primary elections next June. Flu season is quickly approaching, which makes now the best time to receive your annual flu vaccine. The University of Illinois McKinley Health Center has multiple vaccination events planned across campus. They'll be offering free flu shots for students, staff, state employees, and retirees. Outreach clinics will be on the main quad from 10 a.m to 2 p.m today, Wednesday, and Friday, allowing anyone to receive their vaccine with no appointment necessary. Vaccination sites will take place in the following weeks at the Activities and Recreation Center, Granger Engineering Library, Business Instructional Facility, Cranert Center for the Performing Arts, the Undergraduate Library, and the Eikenberry Commons. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention highly recommend receiving the flu vaccine, as it can protect yourself and others against contracting or spreading influenza. The vaccine is especially important this year amid the COVID-19 pandemic, where hospitals are facing serious concerns over the lack of resources for sick individuals, since people who have been vaccinated against the flu are far less likely to need hospitalization if they contract the disease. For more information on the flu vaccine, visit the McKinley Health Center website at mckinley.illinois.edu. In a close Big Ten matchup last Saturday, Illinois football fell to Purdue 13-9. Freshman running back Josh McCray dominated the backfield, posting 156 yards on 24 carries in his first career start. McCray broke records on Saturday. His 156 rushing yards is the fifth most by a true freshman, passing up Juice Williams who rushed 145 yards in 2006. Head coach Brett Bielma says he is frustrated with the outcome of the game, but proud of his team and their resilience as they continue to strive for success. Also on Saturday, Illini women's volleyball played its second Big Ten match of the season against the Northwestern Wildcats. The fighting Illini won the match 3-2, outlasting Northwestern in the team's conference home opener at Huff Hall. Sophomore Raina Terry turned in a season-high 19 kills on a two hundred twenty seven hitting percentage. The team heads to West Lafayette, Indiana for its next match against Purdue this Friday. Contributing reporting for this newscast was provided by Anisha Kassem, Mac Dudley, Tarmo Mobasher, Jane Knight, and Ann McCune. Our regional editor is Josie Alameda, our political editor is Jane Knight, and our sports editor is Jackson Janes. Our deputy news director is Emily Crawford, and our news director is Justin Malone. For WPGU News, I'm Josie Alameda.